Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, everybody, that was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you were listening to, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in very, very windy Hooksit, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us right here on YouTube and on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, basically wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Pastor Padrone. I'm here with my co-host, Paul, over there, Dave, and we've got guests galore with us tonight we have the lovely tequila talia and we have edgar who and we have Custo eroa yeah thank you flesh, so much everybody and the president of jre tobacco and the producer of aladino cigars and we are really looking forward to tonight this is going to be some really good stuff well thank you so much very happy to be here and and, and you know been looking forward for this since uh Edgar mentioned it to me. I said, That's awesome. right on. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks. Well, we, we are one of the, we're smoking the Aladino Habano Vintage Selection. And uh, the, that came out last year. Uh, that came out last year, but we came out only with the, with the Rothschild. Right, yeah, with yeah. the Rothschild. And tonight what we're doing is we're smoking a couple of cigars that will be made available nationwide at the uh, PCA trade show this year. And that is two new line extensions to the vintage line, a Toro, and then the Elegante, which is a Lancero format of the cigar. We're starting off with a Toro here. You want to tell us a little bit about this cigar? Well, you know, one of the things that uh, we have done in, in the Aladino line, you mm -hmm. know, uh, as of uh, July of this year, it's going to be actually our sixth year, our fifth year on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. We're you know, kicking off after uh, my dad's non-compete. Mm. So uh, Aladino actually came out in, in July of 2016. So mm -hmm. year by year, we'll be slowly coming out. So we first came out with, 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 with the Corojo, mm -hmm. which is what we were known for. Right. And then we came out with the Box Press Maduro, San Andres wrapper. Fantastic. Uh, we, then we came out with the Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And then uh, last year, we, we did two things. We came out actually with, with, with uh, well, we're already in 2021, but we came out with the Cameroon. Yep. Uh, and also the vintage. Mm -hmm. uh, and the vintage is actually our Habano wrapped uh, Corojo filler and binder. Okay. And, uh, you know, so basically everything that we're doing in, in, in our factory has to do with everything with what we grow in the farm. Right. So we grow Corojo, we grow Cameroon, we grow Habano. So, you know, we're, we're actually slowly extending the lines into, in, into, into the consumer, mm -hmm. but we first have to establish one first right. and then slowly uh, introduce each year uh, the different, the different uh, uh, blends so, so everybody has the opportunity to, to, to be able to get a following. And then, you know, if I come out with three, 
three three blends at one time, it's going to be hard to get them in the shelves. Right, right, right. So you just do a little bit at a time and kind of sneak. Yeah, sneak you know, you, you know, once you get your foot in the door, yeah, it's and then, then to get more, to, yeah. yeah, it's slowly getting it there. So we're, we're very excited. I mean, the Rothschild that came out, you know, was it, it was it was perfect because mm. it's a small size, very mm -hmm. flavorful. And you know you have a combination of 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 Corojo mm -hmm. uh, with with Habano, which yeah. it, and I think it's, it's a very dynamic combination. It gives you uh, spiciness, but also gives you smoothness and, mm -hmm. and tons of flavor. So yeah. we're very happy with it. Very, very. I totally agree with you. Now we are pairing something nice with this, uh, some kind of bourbon here. You want to talk to us a little bit about the uh, bourbon there, Talia? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Talia. 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 Tonight I am Talia. <laughs> so, <laughs> Smooth Ambler Contradiction is the bourbon that we are drinking tonight. So, Smooth Ambler is the distillery. Mm -hmm. They're based out of West Virginia, of all places. And they're West a very, yes, they're a very small distillery, probably all family owned. No. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> Someone pregame. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a mixture of either 100% distilled in West Virginia, locally sourced corn and wheat. And then they also have lines such as Contradiction where they blend. Okay. So Contradiction is a blend of three different whiskeys. One is their high wheat blend that they actually make themselves and distill and age in west virginia the other two are from indiana and tennessee so those are more rye based okay. so that's where like that little bit of spice is coming from mm. if you pick that up yes i did pick that up mm -hmm. so mm. which actually i think goes really perfect with this cigar oh yeah oh yes <laughs> it's very good and now you know how i like to give you unique blends yes. so this is one of those very small batch bourbons so mm -hmm. it's not one of those okay there's a thousand bourbons on the shelf this is one of the ones that you would pick out that's actually unique so mm -hmm. that's why i like to bring it to you guys because it's got a little bit more flavor and it's a little different than most bourbons on the and shelf it's actually very very good mm -hmm. so thank oh, you yeah. and i love it with the cigar because i don't know if any of you picked up on it but we tried a little bit before mm -hmm. we smoked the cigar and you don't get as much of the rise you don't mm -hmm. get as much of the spice so when I smoke the cigar and take a sip, I get that spice a little bit more, like on the mm. finish, which mm -hmm. I love. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's pretty. Yeah. That's very. It's nice to hear because I also was able to taste the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. See, <laughs> you're getting up there. I know. I know. So, what's the proof on this thing? So the contradiction is 92 proof. 92 mm -hmm. wow. Where you're seeing most bourbons, and I mean most spirits for that matter, are 80 proof. Mm-hmm. Where once you're below 90 proof, they have to do something that's called chill filtering. So they okay. have to chill it while they're filtering out at the end of distillation mm -hmm. where they have to bring the liquid down to below freezing. So that the alcohol kind of, you know, stays a liquid while all the fats and oils up top get separated right. and they can skim those off. Okay. Well, when you're above 90 proof. You don't have to do that. So, <laughs> so all that fat, all that fat and oil. So, so all, yes, so fat, as we all know, adds flavor, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Nom nom nom. Steak without fat doesn't taste like steak. Exactly. 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 Thank you. Exactly. That's why we no all love beer. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Dry, flavorless, dry. nothing yeah. that we want, right? That's why you don't want your cigars to dry out. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. So whereas this, where actually when Dave and Dan and I <laughs> tried this last weekend, I was saying how oil it oily yeah. it is on the finish mm-hmm. and that's what you're getting from that Battery. 92 proof hey oh, nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. well i'm very glad that i rushed you into coming on the very next i know week, this i is know a great bearing. <laughs> oh, no i love it this is very very good Y'all. all right mm-hmm. so you know what's you know you've heard talia and and uh Husto both think this is a great pairing paul what about you where, where are you at with the cigar and the pairing so far uh, I, this is i think it's a fantastic pairing the the cigar on its, its own fantastic. thank you dave <laughs> <laughs> the cigar on its own uh really really smooth mm-hmm. uh almost like a buttery sweet a mm-hmm. little bit of nutty flavor nice smooth spice really really nice rich flavor out of this mm. with the drink I agree with Talia. I'm with as I'm smoking it and then drinking it. I get a little bit more spice with the bourbon, uh, but it is taking away a little bit of the spice from the cigar. But it's it's enhancing the sweetness, like a cedar mm. sweetness. It's fantastic. You got an oily cigar with an oily bourbon. It's mm-hmm. you got this great long finish in your mouth. They just both they just both linger there. Dave, what about you? Um, I'm I love the vintage series. First off, yeah, and. I'm happy it's like now a series instead of just a single. But uh, um, no, the earth. I I feel like as soon as I light it, I always get like a a room feel of like nuts. It's very nutty to me. I love that. Um, a lot of Ooh, sorry, a lot of earth. Uh, this the the spice is usually like a medium level. Now it's dialed down a bit because of the drink. Um, the drink is definitely bringing out some cedar in it, and I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. This is ah, oh, this is heaven. Thank you. <laughs> Talia, you couldn't have done it a better job oh, of choosing you. that. Oh. Thank you. you. You're actually making my cigar look very good. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so happy I can make it today. Now, um, Yusta, what, what was the idea behind the vintage line? Well, how did uh, that come about? It's, it, one of the things that happened uh, when in, in, in 2015, 2014, when mm-hmm. my dad went back to the farm, mm-hmm. uh, he started rolling a lot of cigars. And he rolled quite a bit of vintage uh, of Rothschilds. He had okay. probably over three hundred or four hundred thousand cigars. And I told him that you know you know you rolled a lot of these. Well, you know that's what you know you know that's what I like. Yeah, but you know the market is Toros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know we we were uh, you know looking at how to come out with something that to 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 move that to move the amount of cigars that I have mm-hmm. and uh you know they were all Corojo and one of the things I said hey you know what you know we're still missing the Habano line mm. but since we had just launched the, the the Cameroon I did not want to do a full line mm-hmm. so having that amount of cigars uh you know we started uh trying with the Habano wrapper and we were very 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 happy with with the results it was yeah. a very well laid cigar mm-hmm. and uh you know uh we had the ability to, you know, put it on 50 box counts mm-hmm. and, you know, give something that uh, is a short smoke and a great value. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that's how how that cigar was born. And and, and, and and we're very happy because the success of it has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just last year, we moved a third of the volume, so it's, it's, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And, no. you know, and, and, and even though we, 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 we uh, many of the shops are shut down for, basically half of the year yeah. you know we you know it, it, it was very successful it's a short smoke mm-hmm. great value at six msrp yep and yeah, uh, how did that happen 
Well, you know, uh, <laughs> like uh, most of your Rothschilds are like what eight or nine dollars, and this one's aged three years. And... Uh, it's probably about four well, or five years. Five years. Five years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and then when you have that advantage of having that amount, that amount of cigars made, you know, you, you you need to you know have something that is able to move them, right? And, you know, and also uh, you know the quality is there. So having a, a great smoke. Uh, at that you know eventually somehow like i was telling you you know the cigar industry is being pressured because of all the costs of, of you know box manufacturing and the big, biggest bottleneck that everybody has now in the industry is is, is the manufacturing of boxes really yeah uh, and and you know we like we were talking in the local news today right. a two by four was 250 now it's eight bucks here locally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know wood prices everything is, is skyrocketing and uh you know eventually it's gonna it's gonna hit us in, in, in our manufacturing like it is you know plywood has gone up oh, you know sure. 30 40 percent Every, mm -hmm. everything is, is is on that but you know for now we you know we're, we'll, we'll bite the bullet and, and and have the consumer have the benefit of having all mm. you know that, those price points that's awesome um now let's go back a little bit further you know how did i know this is a question you've got a lot but you know to maybe listeners i don't know why they wouldn't know, I don't know. But how did JRE get started? Well, JRE got started for, for the simple reason that uh, my dad had longer non-compete. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and my brother was able to spin off and start manufacturing with Davidoff because he stayed working with Davidoff. Right. Okay. And uh, uh, so he launched a CLE line, which mm -hmm. right now he's very successful. We're yep. super happy that he's doing really well. Uh, but you know, you know, we still have the farm operation mm -hmm. and, you know, we, we were, we, we were growing tobacco. We, you know, and we, we, unfortunately we, st we stopped selling tobacco to Davidoff. So mm -hmm. we, with the tobacco, it always happens in the history of my dad, it always repeats itself. Mm -hmm. So we have tobacco and we started rolling again and I was working in, in corporate America, uh, mm -hmm. for Campbell soups and, uh. You know, my dad and I got together after working, not working for many, many years together. We're talking yeah. over 30 years that him and I did not work. Him and I are wow. very, very similar in, in personalities. Okay. But I guess the older you get, the wiser you get. So <laughs> supposedly, supposedly, <laughs> yeah. supposedly. Be here. I'm still waiting. Yeah. So, so, so uh, on, we, we, <laughs> oh, wow. wow. So, uh, I meant for my brother, but that's, that's okay. okay. So we actually, so we wow. actually, uh, put our minds together and said, Hey, you know what? We, we got to start this up. You know, you know, we have a lot of responsibility, social responsibility with people that work at the farm. Mm -hmm. They have been with us for over 30, 40 years. And for us, that's very important. Keeping mm. people working, and uh, my dad lives, and and and, and 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 that's all his life. Farm is all his life. Right. Like me, I'm, I'm him, and I are always in the in the farming area. Even in, in the Camacho days, I was always mm. in the farm with him. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and that's how you know Jerry came to be. Mm. And uh, I was able to uh, you know uh, get. Uh, my family started working with, with him. My wife and I were uh, our team at the at the uh, GRE, mm -hmm. and uh, I was able to be uh, you know be hooked up with uh, through Mike Perales, one of the most prestigious yep. uh, reps in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. that hooked me up with, with with the team that also works with uh, uh, Independence, and I mm -hmm. was able to establish a, uh, a, a you know a network of, of sales rep and and you know and. The rest is history. A lot of hard work, a lot of oh, travel, tons, I'm sure. and you know, trying to convince everybody, hey, try our cigars, store mm. by store, knocking on doors, 
And, you know, slowly we have been building that line. Right. So, so now you have Jerry uh, and then Aladino comes out. Right. Where, where did the name Aladino come from? I mean, well, you, Aladino, uh, my dad likes the word Aladino for, uh, <laughs> for, for uh, because, you know, we did have a movie theater, mm -hmm. but I did a different spin. Because when you look at the logo of Aladino, it's got yep. a 1947-1961. I don't know mm -hmm. if the vintage yep. does have it. Yep, it does. Now, I had to put my glasses back on, but mm -hmm. you know, I want to look cool without glasses, even though I can't see the uh, TV screen. I know that <laughs> feeling. Yeah. Don't worry, me neither. Yeah, okay, so there we go. <laughs> That's I, 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 so I feel great. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, uh, 1947 to 61 were, I guess, the golden years of, of, the, of, of the Cuban uh, tobacco industry. Mm -hmm. That's pre-embargo. Okay, yeah. That's when all the cigar uh all the cigar uh aficionados in the US, united states were receiving cuban tobacco right uh so uh, my dad says after the embargo came you know everything changed you can get you know tobacco into the u.s and then uh you know as 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 a socialist communist state started everything started to deteriorate mm -hmm. and by deteriorating you know manufacturing and you know everything kind of changed and uh you know and then you had the opportunity for Nicaragua, Honduras, and the Dominican Republic to develop itself. Mm. So Aladino, for me, is Aladdin, which is Aladdin, mm -hmm. the, 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 mm. the genie. Mm -hmm. So the idea, the spin that I took off of it, Aladdin brings you back to the Cuban era okay. of, of okay. when you smoke it. So that's that's the spin I took. And I think it's really, it's really it really matches what, what the cigar that we're making an Aladino do is the most Cubanistic cigar today, I think, in the industry. Mm. That is awesome. I did not <laughs> know that. Which is not to say that I, you know, well, anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I've, I've often heard, heard this cigar, Aladino, well, maybe not the vintage, but the original Aladino, that it is very much like the Camacho that came out in 2000 that you guys were doing up. How, how, how do you like or dislike that comparison or how, how much truth is, you know, I, I, I can't dislike it because at the end of the day is, you know, what made Camacho was, was the Corojo. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, it's, it's basically using the same tobacco. We have the same tobacco fields. We have the same right. tobacco. So, you know, usually it should, it should be very similar to what it was. Mm. And, uh, you know, and, 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 and we're, we're very lucky that, a lot of people got used to that flavor profile. So when we came out, you know, immediately people remember. You always mm -hmm. remember taste, uh, you know, music and, and food. Yeah. So that brings you memories. So I guess, you know, people were uh, missing that flavor profile. And we were able to recapture and slowly uh, we're recapturing the guys that, you know, were, were, were hooked in that Corojo taste. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was around when that came out i was working at a little taste of cuba this shop down in new jersey um that uh is run by jorge armonteros um the guy behind tobacconist university okay um and he had the camachos there and it was an amazing cigar and when i had the original line when it came out it just totally brought me back it was like memory lane and that's you know like we all remember our high school days when we were great athletes and we were in mm -hmm. shape you know and, and that's that's yeah the those thing. were a long time ago that's a long time ago so that, i guess that <laughs> that flavor you know brings yeah. you back to those uh mm. you know those happy days now you you have said that uh jre is a crop to shop 
operation. Can you explain what you mean by that? What are the advantages of that? Well, the the advantages is very simple. You're able to control, you know, uh, from the varieties that you grow, you know, the tobacco that you're growing, Mm -hmm. uh, and and you you actually build your lines to what you're growing in your raw material. Mm. So you basically, you know, like you know, like you're doing a bourbon. You know, you Mm -hmm. got to get your 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 corn. You got to get your rye, Mm -hmm. and you know, and you want to have consistency. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that allows us to be consistent, you know, we control basically 99% of our, of our, our, we do buy some wrappers. We buy San Andreas from Mexico. We buy, we buy Connecticut from Ecuador, Mm -hmm. but we did that in, in in the previous, uh, uh, branding that we have. So, you know, we still have the same contacts. The industry's basically the same group of families and growers and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and one of the things that we, we try to do is being in, integrated, uh, you know, we do buy the cellophane. We also make the boxes. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's being integrated that allows you to have consistency. Mm. And, and that's one of the things that people look for. Mm. You know, when you're drinking a beverage or when you're drinking a, a beer, you know, you want to, you know, when you have a drink, you want that consistency. So every oh, time you try that. You know that's what you're looking for. Right. You don't want one to taste one way, and then the next one, next cigar tastes different, and the next batch tastes different. Because that, if you're going to be consistent, you either be consistently good or consistently bad. But you know you got to be consistent. Be consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, so that way you know you know what you know you what you know what you're getting. You know, right, right. Without you know without you know bashing anybody at all, but yeah. your consistency is what you're going to do. Right, yeah. right. Uh, now you know I've I've talked to Christian before, and one of the things I know he does is. He he loves the whole effect that cedar has on cigars. Yeah. So, mm. you know, when he mm. yeah, you know yeah. he he cuts the cedar fresh, makes it into a box, dumps the cigars into it right away. Do you do that too? Is that well, a we family have, thing, or it, is this? Well, it's a family, do you do your own well, thing? You know, we well, you know, we use cellophane. He doesn't mm-hmm. use cellophane. That's right. Uh, but cedar does play in a very important role. When you mm-hmm. go into our uh, drying and aging rooms, once we put in the cigar, mm-hmm. everything's it's, it's around cedar. Mm-hmm. So you and most of our cigars will sit there at least you know five to six months or more than a year. Mm. So you'll mm-hmm. be getting that cedar taste in there. But we like the cellophane because not only I think it's, it's easier for the barcodes. It's at the same time, you also barcodes. protect it, you know, from from getting damaged, especially if you're in your humidor. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's there's nothing wrong with not having cellophane. It's just no. it's, 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 it's just a matter it, of presentation. It's, 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 it's a matter of fact. The Reserva has no cellophane. Right, right. So you know, we do the same thing, and you know, the cedar box also adds to that uh, Reserva. Right, that we it have. Does. So, yeah, it does. Now, um, you know, speaking of the Corojo Reserva, you know, that's a line that's kind of offered to select businesses right not everyone can just get it well it's it's actually an allocation product so mm-hmm. to to be able to carry it you know you have to have at least nine facings okay and then there's also a limit on the amount of boxes that we we can provide a month right which is uh four boxes per size a month mm-hmm. and you need to order them that particular month you know you just can't order you know two boxes and then you know well i, I need another two boxes and and, 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 you know, unfortunately, whatever we have, we, we, we ship out and we're constantly getting a, a resupply every month. Right. Because the reserve is made from the topper leaves, uh, right. uh, the, the upper leaves of the, of, of, of the tobacco. Mm-hmm. And it's only 16% of the crop. Mm-hmm. And then so so it's, it's very limited what, what we get. So how how is I know that more and more, um, at least to my understanding, you know, I'm seeing it happen more and more. Maybe I'm just becoming aware of it of 
companies like yourself doing, you know, what you might call small batch production stuff that can't go everywhere. So you, you kind of work it in. Well, if you have this many facings or if you're in our top 10 accounts, you get to carry it. We did, we, we were talking to um, Terrence Riley at Aganor Salif a few weeks back and they have their rare leaf selection that, you know, wonderful is, guy, Terrence Riley, by the Terrence, way, he, Terrence he is, is awesome. A, yeah, he's he's a super nice gentleman. Wicked nice guy. Yeah. To yeah. use the New England vernacular. Wicked. 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 So he's wicked you know, nice. But, you know, I, and, <laughs> but one of the nice things he guy. talked about was how you can use those limited production things <laughs> as a tool for you to create buzz, mm, to buzz. encourage stores to, you know, carry more of your stuff. How have you seen that work for you? Well, it, it actually does really work. And, and plus now with, with all the selection that we have, you know, we have, you know, at least three three to four SKUs on each wrapper that we have. So right. it's very easy for any store mm -hmm. because, you know, you have your Maduro smokers, you have your Connecticut smokers, now, you know, the Cameroon smokers. Mm -hmm. So for any store to get nine facings is going to be very easy. Right. Uh, but That's you know, not asking much. That's, it's really not asking, asking much, but, you know, we do have limited production, and for now, we're able to supply that. Mm. You know, as we keep on growing, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to give four boxes to each. Maybe, mm. you know, I'm going to have to drop to three. Mm. But, you know, we, we make the best effort. You know, you have to use whatever tool you have to help, you know. And in the stores that get behind us, like, like you have done, mm -hmm. you guys do really well. And, and we're super happy because, you know, uh, you, you, you get behind the brand. You're giving us the space. You know, I saw that the new... The new layout you guys gave us, you yeah, know, really yeah, it, yeah. So it's it's you know, and that's what you want as mm -hmm. as 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 a as a brand. You you need to team up with stores and work together mm -hmm. to you know to have a win win situation. And right. and and we always always trying to get you know behind each other's sure. back. You know, if, if one party wins and the other party doesn't win, mm -hmm. it, it, it doesn't work. Now, you you mentioned before that you used to work for Campbell's Soup. For a number of years you hadn't worked for your dad you know for 30 something years yeah, yeah was it was getting into the cigar business something that you ultimately had planned for or was this something that just kind of came about i mean what well, was that was the whole campus like, like i said like i said i was always involved in in in, in, in the production mostly right. in, the, in the agronomy part mm -hmm. you know growing the tobacco planning mechanization mm -hmm. you know uh, doing the, the crop management and all that stuff mm -hmm. uh, because I also had a water business at the same time in Honduras. Mm. But, you know, basically the water business was sold and then uh, 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 Camacho was sold. Right. So uh, before that, I worked for FIU and I was a contractor for DOD. And then mm. after four or five years with my experience in beverages that I was in the water business, I was contracted to manage uh, part of Latin America and the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and, and, and that was... That was very useful because, uh, you know, it, it taught me how to, believe it or not, the, the, the cigar industry is, is a very informal business. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it, it is like any sales business is, it's a very personalized business in, in, in creating relationships. Yeah. And, and, and that I always knew, you know, selling water, you believe mm -hmm. that selling water, bottled yeah. water is that's, that's pretty tough. And we were very, very successful. <laughs> so, so, uh. Being there allowed me to understand how to uh, concentrate in, in top SKUs, do things, you know, one step at a time. Mm -hmm. what, what innovation to product lines creates growth and, and, and be very disciplined in what you do. Mm -hmm. And when you see us, you know, when you look at my portfolio, when we come out with something, it's three or four SKUs, mm -hmm. top. 
except the Corojo line, which I inherited from my dad, which got 12 skews. Right. Uh, but, you know, the way I, I, I'm growing it is, 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 is that. And I guess being much older, you know, I'm able to, to communicate with my dad with what I want to do. I set up a, a plan over what I want to do. And, you know, we, we're slowly growing in a very, very, very steady pace and, 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 and organized. So, mm. so we keep everything. I, he sees w w where we want to go. You know, we just don't nice. come up and together and we just talk and I want to do this, I want to do that because then it becomes a little bit more complicated right, right, because right. you forget it. And so I do everything in writing, believe it or not. <laughs> every time I do a trip and everything, I write everything. Yeah, so nice. it's, but, but that's that's part of, you know, as what you want to do as as as, 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 as an organized business. Mm, I agree with that. Um, what, what part or step in the process of making a cigar interests you the most? Is it still the farming aspect of it or have you know, things changed over the years? Uh, one of the things I really enjoy, I really enjoy the farm because I grew mm. up with most of the guys that work at the farm. I right. mean, those guys, you know, I grew up as a kid in the farm and I studied agronomy. So mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 that for me is very passionate. But unless you create the demand of sales of cigars, mm -hmm. you, you can't have a farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and that happens to the bourbon industry. Unless mm -hmm. you got consumption and sales of of, of your bourbon, right? You know, you, the barley and, and your and your corn are there, but you know, it's all there. But you got to have the consumption. So one of the things that we're doing, we're we're establishing the you know the consumption of the cigars in, in a very fast pace, mm -hmm. and you know, and, and I think we're 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 doing it. You know, in a very, very slow but very, very, very solid way, yeah. And 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 uh, so, so I understand both parts, right? And even though I love one more, I, I you need to to combine the the, the part of, of establishing the, the, the you know your your clientele. It's a sales. really good point. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you know, if there, that's been something that's been great with COVID up here in New Hampshire. You know, where most of us have been able to stay stay afloat. You know. What do people do? They stay home and smoke cigars. You know, blessing in disguise. Yeah, yes. so you know, there's the silver lining up, you know, where we are with this. I know a lot of other people have had a difficult time, you know, in different parts of the country, but here in New Hampshire, where there seems to be a cigar shop on every corner, you know. It's well, been, you're the best. It's well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Talia. <laughs> um, you hear that, Kurt? We're the best. I'm here um, for you, Kurt. <laughs> now, last November, you really had a, a rough time. You had your this robbery that, that happened at your Miami warehouse and like Well, every... we, we joined the club with other 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 manufacturers. You know, it's it's very unfortunate. Mm -hmm. It's you know how prevalent is that? Well, you know, there's been a couple of the manufacturers have been hit. Even my brothers got hit. You know, yep. you saw the container of Fuente also being yep. taken away. Yep. So, you know, it's unfortunate because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we really get hurt. You know, yeah. we, we're a small, you know, mm -hmm. relatively small distribution center. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they took a lot, of, a lot of product because we were stacking our product because of the COVID. Mm -hmm. We were getting prepared for the new year to see what's, what's going on. But, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, fortunately, nobody got hurt, you know, and, 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 that, and, and, uh, you know, we're, we're taking measures to do what we need to do. And, and, and we just now keep less inventory and, you know, work more having inventory in the factory and, 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 you know, we, we shipping in, you know, monthly what, you know, more or less what we sell. 
And, you know, we just got to adapt to the new reality. Unfortunately, it happened, and so we, I need to take measures to fix that. Did you ever catch the dinks? Who you know, <laughs> unfortunately, I got the videos. I got everything. My neighbor got the videos. But, you know, it's, it's I guess, uh, having so many things going on in Miami, you know, the UPS guy oh, yeah. told me, you know what, Target just, you know, probably less than a mile away got hit three times. Wow. So, you know, and, the, you know, it's, it's stuff that happens. It's very unfortunate. I know. But, and, I mean, you know, in the retail, you know, of course, we deal with shoplifting all the time. But this is like a whole other level. Yeah. It's taken an entire warehouse worth of stuff. And, you know, and it's... And what I are you going to do with a bunch of... How are you going to move all yeah, those no, and, and I think it's, it's for... And I know stores, first of all, if mm -hmm. you don't have a license or somebody that's selling you with a license, you're not mm -hmm. going to buy it. Right. So maybe what they did with the cigars just, you know, took all the bands off and some of the bundle cigars mm -hmm. or I, I have no idea. That's uh, that but, was very disheartening. Yeah. 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 But, that you know, rough. it's a learning experience. So yeah, I'm sure. And believe me, it's <laughs> not it's not one. I, I don't I don't want any, anybody to go through that because it, it was it was tough. Yeah. Um, now. Well, Obviously, the thieves know what who they want to hit. Yeah. So they want to hit something in demand. Well, there's the there's the silver line compliment. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. compliment. Yeah. You're good enough to steal from. How about right. That? I yeah. guess that means that in the consistency thing, you're producing good stuff. It's worth stealing. Well, <laughs> right, right. But still, it, you know, it hurts. It, you know, hurts. it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts too many people. It hurts too many people, mm -hmm. and then you know, you yep. get hit with insurance. Uh, you yeah, know, and, and then that, that goes up and everything. So it, you know, it makes it more difficult. And, and, mm. and you know it makes you also mistrust what is happening and, mm -hmm. and it doesn't doesn't do anybody good unfortunately right mm -hmm. right what what have been some of the other challenges that you've had to deal with as president of uh, a jre a, a, a new company bringing a new product to market well some you know, of the things you've had to deal well, with. well the most challenging is you know the hard work that really uh, that you have to do behind the brand right you know, basically, uh, mostly new in the industry in, in the retail side, mm -hmm. but and and then finding uh, you know good reps like Edgar, and you know I was able to Edgar's awesome. I was able to get uh, you know a, a team that mm -hmm. are equally as good and good friends. Oh, they're all mm -hmm. you know they represent a couple lines mm -hmm. uh, in common, and and it's been it's been it's been a very good experience, and and they really uh, help us out. You know. Uh, one of the guys I own, you know, worked in the Camacho days, Tom Pulver, also out mm -hmm. of Texas, mm -hmm. a really good friend. And he, you know, he knows the tobacco. He gives us a lot of ideas, you know, a lot of the projects that we worked on, you know, mm -hmm. we work with him and, you know, he knows, he knows the leaf and, you know, it's got all, tons of experience. Yeah. And, you know, everybody knows the Pulver brothers and his dad mm -hmm. is also a legend with, 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 with Fuente. So, yep. so that's surrounding yourself with, with, with good people is what makes you successful you can't just true. You, you can't be with just you no you know you you know you're just one part of the equation yeah and 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 a lot of it goes to these guys so thank you edgar and to all the guys that you know help us out well thanks for making a good cigar it's easy to sell <laughs> so, yeah. that it is it's you know we were talking about this before the show started it's it's very easy to recommend this cigar because it's it's just so good 
you know, so now many, I know so you. Many... Now I know why you smoke those fifty counts very easily. You're the green yeah. egg. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I started a bit later. You know, I just I thought we were going to line up, with, but I guess you guys started up a little bit ahead. I literally have one every time I I come into the store for morning. You know, it's oh, the first cigar I smoke. Thank you so much. When I have them in stock, we're out right now. Yeah. We, we're... Hint, hint. Let's not blame you. That's a Sean That's a Sean Sean needs to get on his Sean's on it already. He's got to order more stuff. He's got to realize how fat, you know, in the Rothschild, I know, you know, different stores, the different sizes, you know, this particular store, the Rothschild does immense business and that's that's one and the reserve immense business the reserve is fantastic is yeah it does yeah. Great mm-hmm. both, both locations yeah. and now i'm also being seen that cameroon has also been picking up big time yeah. so so is so you know and that's happy to you know that makes us very fortunate because you know what we, when we try to do blend something mm-hmm. one of the things we try to do is blend something with you know medium body but tons of flavor right and 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 i think that's what we're looking for something mm. like we're having in this wonderful bourbon mm-hmm. you know you got tons of flavor and you know smooth so you know that is a fantastic bourbon um we I'll, do i'll we, drink to that yeah we can all drink to that yeah Opa. that's how you say uh salute in Hope. greek no that's greek yeah, yeah. no Opa means... Sinieso means to your health so oh, you okay. Opa, that's like a celebratory oh, so, like, yeah. Yeah. Opa. So, Opa. Um, <laughs> one of the segments we do on the show every week is called pastor padron cigar confessions <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm you, pastor you are so you're a pastor i'm an actual pastor yes yeah. oh that's, pastor. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know that's really cool i i uh, believe me, I'm a I'm a man of God. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And God well, makes us all fishermen of men. Well, it was it was funny because we you know a few weeks ago um, we were we were doing um, new versus aged Aladino Cameroons, mm. and when we had uh, had that uh, the uh, Cameroon on the show last year, last June, we all loved it, but we all thought this is one of those cigars that would probably really get better with age. So let's put some aside right now. And then and then age them, and we wanted to have you on the show for that, but it was Good Friday. Oh, and that and that, that way it wasn't even if I work. wanted to travel, I got a boss well, at home. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, you know? That wasn't gonna happen. But, you know, so I knew, I knew that you, you know, that was your thing. If we would have picked that, that, that Greek Orthodox Good Friday, yeah, that would have worked. You see, we actually, we actually did, good good Friday. Friday. We did a good Friday. We a good Friday. Good Friday. I'm here for yeah. you on Good Friday. Uh, so you see, the boss. I mean, so there you go. Uh, see, yes, we actually right. did it in Good Friday. Uh, <laughs> how about that? So, but, you know, then Edgar, you know, said, you know, you, you know, you were with, you know, your dad. It was Good Friday. It's not going to work. But you were going to be in town a few weeks later. We said, well, if we can have him with us, we'll yeah. just do something else. And then we had the vintage stuff that you could you could bring with you, and that was that was. A, but what I do in the in the Pastor Padron Cigar Confessions is talk about um, something that that can help enhance people's enjoyment of cigars. You know, sometimes I get a little snarky. I wish people would just stop doing this. You know, sometimes it's you know let's let's start a new habit or something. But what what's what's one of your cigar pet? 
What do you mean by pet peeves? Like when you see somebody, you know, you're, you're around cigars, you're going around to different different stores all over the country. Well, maybe not lately, but you know, you know, you know, what's something that you see people doing that you, you wish they would either start doing or stop doing, so that they would enjoy your cigar better. You know, uh, I know a lot of people like to over-torch a cigar. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, believe it or not, and, and my dad kind of showed me that. It's not the same thing when you like with a, with, with a soft flame. Mm. Uh, because, you know, you're actually not torching the cigar and right. you're not carbonizing it. Mm-hmm. So a soft flame actually, you know, likes the, the cigar a little bit better. But I don't follow my advice either. Because torch is just more practical. It's, it's more easy, practical. It's, <laughs> yep. In other words, quicker. It's faster. It's faster. And unfortunately, today, you know, we have no patience. We have everything mm-hmm. on our phone. Everything is immediate. You mm-hmm. know, and you know, you know, we just went to a gun shop, which is I love guns. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you want to look at a model to give me the model, boom, it's right yes. there. So yeah. you know, it's 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 one of those things that you know, you get instant satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, having a fax machine was the you know the, the coolest thing back then. Mm-hmm. Now, shit, you get on the phone now. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so now you just get on the phone and you click on and you're you're video mm-hmm. ch- live with somebody else. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That Man, no, you could do that around the world. Hey, which is... Dan, I have a pet peeve. You have a pet peeve? Yes. What's your pet peeve, Edgar? Um, my pet peeve is that when you give a cigar to uh, a new customer or a smoker customer and smoking the cigar, and they try to compare it to something that they smoke or something has the same wrapper. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it just, that's, that's kind of like, burns me to death why okay. so why so is just because when you go to a restaurant okay you order something you don't take the salt and the pepper shake and just salt it out right you you eat it you taste it first yeah and to see how the chef is presenting the plate to you yeah that's his interpretation of what the food should be but if you want more <laughs> pepper more uh, salt on it that's your gig. Yeah. So eat the food or smoke the cigar the way it was intended. Don't compare it to anything else. Smoke it on its own merit. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because obviously Julio, which is uh, Mr. Aladino there, mm-hmm. he Mr. wants Aladino. to... <laughs> yeah. He's the maker of uh, the blender of the cigar. Mm-hmm. He is putting his personality in that cigar mm-hmm. to you. So it's not fair for you to compare that to something else. Mm-hmm. So that's my pet peeve. All right, there you go. All right. I love it. Some strong a, words yes. from Edgar. Well, as a, as a, you know, former chef and still a chef at home and for my family. Mm-hmm. Where to go? Exactly. Exactly. You want them to try it before they add something to right. it. Don't and compare it. Wouldn't try you your say chef. the same thing with right. the with the liquors yeah. that mm-hmm. you have too the bourbon so, is the same drink it on its own my biggest don't pet compare peeve. it to anything like when i cook something and my son just pours like a bottle of ranch all over it oh, oh god, god. No. it hurts it like physically <laughs> hurts yeah right it yeah. physically hurts even to the point is that i don't take the dressing and dress my salad i use it as a dip, dip. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Amen. Oh my God, this man. <laughs> but yeah, as a bourbon, I would say if you're asking me and you weren't, but I'm going to say it anyway. My biggest pet peeve is when they taste it out of plastic. Yeah. They try to like take something that is an inferior vessel to try my product. I'm like, no, 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 go to your bar, get shot glasses. I'll fucking wash them for you. Oh, sorry. So somebody else has got to up Talia. Yes. Hola, say Talia. But all I have is solo cups. Yes. Okay. Well, then goodbye. Oh, my gosh. No, that's very true. This ta- it, this would taste completely different in a solo cup. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah. If Don't you even. Put any, if you put liquor in plastic, I can't. I just can't talk to you. I just can't. So uh, we're coming up on the end of our first uh, segment Aww, here. What man. is our final thoughts on the Aladino Habano Vintage Selection Toro? Mm. <laughs> I want Excellent. one of them. Yes. 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 I can't Tomorrow. wait. I can't wait till this gets released. This is this, without a doubt, is probably my favorite Aladino that I've had thus far. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, it, the, the flavors are intensifying even more. Mm-hmm. The cedar sweetness is just shining through. The spice is still there. I can't stop. Ret- I don't know if you guys have been noticing. Mm-hmm. I've been retrohaling this almost every time I've been mm-hmm. drawing it. It is this this sweet cedar spice on the retrohale is just intoxicating. Yeah. Don't you get this kind of almond butter? sweetness yep. Yep. too on your palate i i love yep. that about aladino yep. mm-hmm. i can't wait till we smoke the next one and see how that yeah goes. yeah that's gonna yeah. be uh something talia what about you i'm saving what, the next one for pasca what uh no you gotta... <laughs> no, oh, no 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 that's fine let her let her let her be mm-hmm. all right i'm telling what, you what do you think this balance of sweet and spice is perfect as you guys know, I'm not really into the sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't really go towards most bourbons because they're a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. So this one I like. And the spice and sweetness of this cigar with the bourbon, like it's that perfect balance mm-hmm. where you're getting that spice on the finish mm-hmm. that I love. But on you know the palate and the, the nose, you're getting like the sweetness and kind of fruitiness. So... Yeah. I'm all about this. Mm-hmm. Dave, what about yourself? Yep, the the aroma, the room note is amazing. It's a little nuts. The uh, some the cedar note is sweet. Uh, the drink is enhancing it. Very little spice on the palate. Um, it's amazing. I love it. Mm. And I'm sure Nick would say the cigar is great. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, think, that was cool. I think you yes. nailed it. I think you nailed it. Yes. All right, everybody. We're going to take a little bit of a break, but we'll be back with the uh, Aladino Vintage Elegante, their Lancero, in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. All right, everybody. We're back. Talia had to buck out. It is uh, Greek Orthodox Good Friday, and uh, she has plans and stuff, but we were glad she was able to fit us in for the first half. And we all got topped off with that beautiful bourbon, the uh, Smooth Ambler Contradiction. I forgot to ask her about the whole elephant thing. The well, elephant on top of the, I mean, that's a well, contradiction. Elephant is good really luck. So, uh, that's a good luck. Uh, yeah. 
And it symbol. never forgets. Yes. <laughs> Very true, Dave. Mm. All right. Now, uh, we are smoking the next Vitola that's coming out. Uh, and it's still coming out at the PCA. Both of these are coming out at the yes, PCA? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and this is the Elegante. What's what's uh, this cigar here? You want to talk a little bit about it? Well, the, you, you'll in the vintage line, you'll see that, it, it, you know, fillers and binders are Corojo. Yep. And then now you're going to have also a, a Havana wrapper on it. Yep. That you'll you'll see the... Excuse me. We'll be able to see the difference when, you, when you're tasting, and, you know. And people will now understand when I always say that wrapper always... Uh, uh, provides so much flavor into the cigar. A lot of our cigars are are are, are based with Corojo, mm -hmm. but once you change the wrapper, it's a completely different cigar. So, so true, yeah. so true. Like the the Maduro with the San Andreas wrapper uh, on it is a completely different cigar yeah. than the original line. But they're both just so good. Well, I, and, and and I I tend to agree with you. This mm. you know it's it's and it's just. And now you, you know, and I'd rather you guys give it a little bit of what you think because yeah. you know I'm biased, so, <laughs> so it's not fair. <laughs> so it's not fair. So before before we get into you know what we all think, I want us to have a few minutes to smoke the cigar. So let me let me ask you a couple questions here, so people have time to to get going. Now, JRE, you know, keeps coming out with new lines, new extensions, despite the murky future of the whole. FDA, you know, regulations, which may or may not happen. Who, who, who knows? But how does that unsure future kind of impact your decision to come out with something like the vintage and then come out with other extensions of the vintage or other extensions of the, the Corojo Reserve? Well, line? we, we feel extremely comfortable because we, you want to, one of the things that we did, remember when we sold Camacho, it was in mm -hmm. 2008. Right. So the deadline for a grandfather was 2007. So mm -hmm. everything that we manufacture with our catalogs and sales history is what we're manufacturing today. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, so even if you look at, you know, to the, to the Rothschild, mm -hmm. you know, we had something very similar, which is the H2 50 box count, mm -hmm. 50 box count. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to keep in the same formats. Mm -hmm. And actually, they're actually basically the same blends. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they might be a little bit uh, a tweaking of the blends, but it's the same tobacco. So, in, in essence, the, the the band has changed, but the mm -hmm. recipe and the, the, the sizes, the, 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 the tobacco, the vitolas, and everything is, is being the same. And then if there is some changes in sizes of the vitolas, you know, you re you request this essential equivalence for that. Sure. Uh, based on you know of the origin that you know we already have a track history for you know what uh, twenty five thirty years right. you know manufacturing the same cigars. Mm -hmm. So you know it's it's you know it's the same tobacco product. So you're not you're not worried at all. No, about I'm, not, that stuff, I'm not. The way the way that that your that that Aladino has come out, you know, just because of the way the family has been involved with the business. You're able to do this. Absolutely. Well, the, the, the grandfather in as a factory, mm -hmm. the grandfather in. Mm -hmm. So no matter what they come out with, it's grandfathered as a brand. Because remember, you can relabel, but as mm -hmm. long as the tobacco product is the same, you should okay. be, you, you're good. And you know, and well, now I'm I'm thrilled to know that because I I've been I've been scared out of my mind that you know. If that ever comes through, all my, you know, favorite Aladinos are going to go away. No. No, in that feel pretty safe. You know, uh, we have a 
Thank you. A great lawyer that, that, <laughs> that, 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 that is handling our stuff, uh, you know, Frank Herrera. And, yeah. and and you said, you know, you guys are, are, are pretty much, you know, I wish that most of our clients would have all the backup information that we have. Sure. We have records for many, many years. Mm. I mean, we have, our, you know, our farm has been there since the 60s. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, we've been growing the same tobacco. We've been out in the market for many years. I mean, we've been known in the industry. There's articles of us. There's mm. ratings of us. Mm -hmm. And you know it's basically you know the, the same tobacco we've been growing for over 30 40 years so mm. so you know we feel comfortable in that good you know what, what i'm worried about is you know that uh, our industry is probably about 360 million cigars less mm -hmm. than a cigar per person a year in the u.s mm. per per person mm -hmm. per, per 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 uh person to smoke mm -hmm. and you know if they overtax us you know they'll destroy the industry and we'll create huge massive unemployment we'll have more unemployment people trying so you'll have hundreds of thousands of people trying to move mm -hmm. to the U.S. because we destroyed, you know, all those jobs. All those jobs. Yeah. And plus, this is something that you know you're not going to be able to manufacture here in the U.S. Correct. You know, especially if it's handmade. Mm -hmm. And you know, this is a pastime that that you know people enjoy. It does not create any impairment. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, they're they're legalizing you know uh, your marijuana, which impairs the crap out of you. Yep. And you know, you could go out in a car and you know actually have an accident and probably cause you know damage or deaths yeah or liquor for that matter. And, and liquor, liquor for that. that matter and you know that's something that you know people need to you know use logic especially fda they need to look at logic mm -hmm. and you know with 360 million cigars if you were to tax a dollar that's 360 million dollars we're not going to fix anything mm -hmm. you know uh, and, and and they really need to you know that's this is something that you do to to relax and it's kind of a therapy that 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 all consumers have and are able to enjoy yeah. mm -hmm. and socialize without causing any damage or hurting anybody mm -hmm. or, or, or so you know i hopefully when when the time comes you know we'll we'll get you know everybody that's in the industry to to have fda come and understand what's going on as a matter of fact we officially sent an invitation to fda as a grower and mm -hmm. farmer to come and check out our operation and show mm -hmm. them look this is all a natural product mm -hmm. the only thing we use is you know the you know the, the glue and it's all right. natural yep and you know everything is a natural process so please understand yeah that we don't cause any harm and then if you look back in history there's actually no from what i understand there's actually no study that says that cigar smoking uh is really going after kids you know no. you don't see you know high school kids smoking no. a cigar no. you don't no we don't uh you know and, and, and i don't want to bash anything with flavors but you know when when, you, when you're having strawberry and all these uh, colorful flavors and, and you know yeah. i think vape is more of an issue yeah and, mm -hmm. and 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 you know they're being really hypocritical about it because they're not really going after it and you see all the kids smoking vapes well i think vapes and cigarettes are like the whole different subject just because you inhale it correct you know we and, don't inhale cigars it's a tasting pleasure yeah you and know, you know even completely if, different even if you smoke and you you know you do a blood test, you come out as a non-smoker because you know the only nicotine you get is, is through your mouth and it actually relaxes you. Mm -hmm. But more or less, it's, it's kind of a social thing, right? Mm -hmm. And and like I said, our volume is so small mm -hmm. that you know you don't want to destroy something that is is is, is really small. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's so many people that depend on this as you know as, as something to just get away from the world and, and unstressed. Like I said, during COVID, I think people are smoking more because it gets the stress out. Mm -hmm. 
and we, we should be this should be a therapy like they consider cannabis a, a therapy mm -hmm. i mean a cigar should be considered a therapy amen to that amen yes yeah because it is now amen. now that we've had a few minutes to to get into the cigar here let's let's start over here dave what's what's your thoughts on the uh elegante here i'm definitely getting a lot more spice like on the immediate tongue feel mm -hmm. um it's hitting my tongue a lot more spicy than the toro was um i'm still getting that beautiful nutty aroma from the smoke um again i think it's pairing wonderfully with the uh contradiction mm -hmm. uh, there's no contradiction there <laughs> no, it's a very it's complimentary a, oh, pairing, yes, right? Yes, it is. It is, and it's unbelievable. Mm, it's very right. happy. Paul? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Just had to swallow that down. Uh, <laughs> you caught me with a drink. <laughs> yes, I would agree with Dave. There's a lot more spice, a lot more earth on, on the Elegante here. Still getting the seed of sweetness. Mm -hmm. It's a little... Uh, the flavors are a lot more pronounced uh, with and stronger up front for me. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm really, I mean, I'm enjoying this very, very much. But I think the spice and earth are the most prominent flavors that I'm getting out of it. Edgar? Um, same here. Um, the, the flavors are more intense, mm. uh, hence the ratio of wrapper to binder filler. Yeah. Um, Retrohale is beautiful on this. Actually, mm. I like the retrohale on this more than the the, the Toro. Um, mm. The Toro, it was the first cigar I smoked all this, the strip. I smoked one of these the other day. Um, actually, did not hit me as well as this hitting me tonight. Mm. Do you think that has something to do with the bourbon? Um... <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, yeah, probably. You know, yeah, I, I, you know, no. your, yeah. I'm feeling no, no, happy you, with it. Yeah. Little bit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> obviously, obviously uh, drink drinks has a lot to do with enhancement mm -hmm. of certain flavors, mm -hmm. whether it's coffee or Diet Coke or water or not matter. And actually, it's, it's wonderful to have this really nice bourbon. As I said, I'm not a drinker lately, but this one, this bourbon is great. At thirty bucks, mm -hmm. well, it's, that's oh, a great price. Dude. Yeah, yeah, to boot. I mean, um, the flavor is intense, and I like it. It's balanced and has long finish. Mm. Even after taking a sip, after in uh, taking the drag of the cigar, mm. yeah, and the yeah, aroma that. on it is phenomenal. Now, are we are we all on target with what you think we should be getting from the I cigar? I think we are, and not only that, you should ask Edgar how long it take him to smoke one of these because last time I was here, I had maybe what maybe four or five samples. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and well, it um, well, I had this, I had this like Nick six minutes. <laughs> no, 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 no. What happened was he had one and he he gave it well, away, so he had to wait basically. But so tell him. so I. Last time he came in last, uh, last September, <laughs> he brought in a bunch of the Lancero. Not a bunch. Oh. We should probably like five or ten. Well, a bunch. As a so now, now, now I'm the bad guy here. <laughs> I'm the really, I'm really the bad guy. So, so in, I ended up with um, the the Lancero uh, vintage and the Lancero um, Cameroon. Okay. Uh, and I didn't want to smoke it 
on the spot because I want to savor it to smoke it on my own time mm -hmm. to really get the cigar. Right. So we ended up seeing this um, customer, uh, retailer. So I had to give up mine. Mm -hmm. So I waited eight months <laughs> to smoke it again. <laughs> so that's how well, to be able to smoke it for the first time. For the first time. Oh my gosh. Oh, to see it again and smoke it for first time. No, no. So which is uh which actually um I'm enjoying it much more because <laughs> the anticipation really got to me and <laughs> now it's paying off. Yeah, that's good. Well, you know, flavor wise, I think everyone said what needs to be said, but you know what I want to point out is the construction here. You know, look at that burn. <sighs> You know, every single allergy fantastic. It's just and insane. I can't, you know, I you see pictures on Instagram and stuff all the time of people burning their ash stacking dimes, like, you know, <laughs> sitting says, in front of a fan, you know, and, and you know, all the way down. <laughs> but I have seen people do that over and over and over again with Aladino cigars. Oh, yeah. All the way down to the band. And this is typical, just this nice, really firm, white ash that just st it hangs around and the stays there museum. it's just the, the construction on these is mm -hmm. yeah and, and one, of, one of the things that uh, and you know people always say hey you know you're you're believe it or not our our fourth best-selling skew is the lancero really uh, yes amen uh, and, hallelujah and, 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 awesome. and, and i'll tell you one of the reasons a lot of the lanceros are probably above 10 between 10 and 15 bucks yeah that's true and um and and the reason they do that because it's really hard to make mm -hmm. you know people are always worried about the draw mm -hmm. and uh we have i would probably say probably the best lancero rolling teams yes and they do and and honestly, I've seen them myself, and they do. I mean, honestly, I think we have the best Lancero uh, rollers in the industry, mm. second to none. Mm. And uh, one of the things I want to bring to the industry is the opportunity for the for for the consumers to really enjoy, uh, you know, wrappers. Mm -hmm. And and the the way you do this is giving it, you know, a fairly good price to the people. So you know, mm -hmm. all my Lanceros are gonna, uh, you know, retail at eight bucks. Mm -hmm. And that's probably, you know, 30, 40% below anybody else if you're looking at 12, 40, 12 to $15. And, and that's to a point is farm to consumer mm -hmm. because yeah. they price their product. Look, all their cigars are priced uh, based on how many cigars of a yield of a pound tobacco. Mm -hmm. So that's why they price their cigars based on the actual cost of the product opposed to like what i could get for it okay correct okay so we we, we honestly try to give a, a great value to the consumer so you know so the, so, so the guys that are looking for a really good smoke and also getting the best bang for their buck oh my i think yeah. that's 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 what we we aim for yeah. one of my now, one of my favorite things is when someone comes in and they ask for a camacho and we have a couple but not many but we have a whole line of aladino and i'll be like well you know who you used to make them and I'm like, this is this is the this is this is it. So I'll they'll get some come on, and they'll come in like the next day, and they'll be like, "Do you got any more of those?" I'm like, "Yeah, we do." And yeah. they're like, you know, it's like so easy to get someone on Aladino. It's just in um, if someone's in, do you got any Davidoffs? Well, I have a couple, but 
you know, we don't have a lot of space here, so we just have what sells, and Aladino sells, so we have, like, a lot of Aladino. Um, and I'll, I'll point them to there, and I'm like, you're going you're gonna to save, like, 15, 15, you know, 12 to $15 by getting an Aladino, and you're going to get the same quality, the same construction, the same, you know, the same intensity. And, you know, it's, it's so easy to sell. It's awesome. And, and that's what one of the things we try to do. And as a salesman, as a rep, it's better than the competition. I think so. I'm not going to get in there because yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I honestly think today in, in, in the cigar world, when you go out there, there's tons of great brands. There are. There are wonderful cigar manufacturers, and I always think, you know, the very best of them. You know, there's a lot of great manufacturers out there. But, you know, I always focus on what I, you know, what we do. Yeah. And people always say, do you look at what everybody else is doing? You know, I, you know, I really don't have time to, to, to think about anybody else. Mm. We always focus on what we're doing. And uh, we try to keep everything as accessible as we can to the consumer. Because at the end of the day, day you know, I'd rather have somebody smoke mm. two or three of my cigars to than just smoke one because right. of the price point. Sure. You know, like I said, unfortunately, and this is going to be happening in the industry, you'll be seeing because of all the constraints and, and all the supplies getting higher, you know, there's going to be a point that, you know, unfortunately, you know, you, you'll you see slowly increases around the industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, complete, it's, it. it's completely out of our control. Mm -hmm. and, and like I said, you know, unfortunately, you know, Cost more to make a box. It costs more to make a cigar. And I wish you know we would get together in the industry and you know go to either bundles save a lot of money in, in, mm -hmm. in boxes because I think we're throwing a lot of bu uh, money away in boxes because a mm -hmm. lot of people just get them and you know don't you don't smoke a box. Mm -hmm. And but you know there are some advantages of having you know cedar on a box. Sure. Uh, but if you're a cellophane, you should be able to you know go around that. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know it, it it is what it is, and unfortunately we're you know we're going through a, a process of inflation, mm -hmm. and 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 but you know we're we're holding our ground as much as we can. Sure. Now, it, something you said there was was really interesting to me that the, your elegante the lancero size was you know is in your top five, you yeah, know, as far as sales, and you know we were talking before the show you know the toro's the most popular size absolutely I, no i mean and and you know I, in the united states at least you know you don't go to a lot of stores and see lanceros no and you know we're fortunate twins kurt kendall is a big lancero guy he's he, a, he, he makes he, several lanceros in his he's own line a, as a matter of fact i was smoking some of his uh, he gave me one of uh, the, the 724 yeah wonderful wonderful think, wonderful yeah, lancero yeah. It's, it's very very good he's uh he, you know he knows he, he's got a fantastic palate he, not only he's a great human being but also a, a great a great guy to know all the way and uh and, and cheers to to him so. cheers to kurt that's for yeah. sure but and so when you produce you know lanceros he's more than happy to carry them but i i know lots of cigar shops are like no no those those are just going to sit on my shelf but, but you know so what 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 draw and that's not the this isn't the smallest ring gauge you come you have the santi oh the santi too know, which yeah. is what that's a, a 32. 32 it's a 32 i mean so you you've come out with these these sizes that like defy market logic yeah you know so what was how well we we uh you know one of the things that i see believe it or not even my dad at 83 right now oh my gosh he is he's probably one of the most creative guys one of the mm -hmm. patriarchs true patriarch in the industry mm -hmm. 
Uh, you know, it was probably one of the pioneers growing in tobacco in Central America. The oldest tobacco barns in all of Central America are in our farm. Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, he's got an amazing palate. Mm -hmm. He's one of, I would say, an outstanding blender. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm super proud of that. And um, even when you look at a Royal 20, that was a cigar yeah. that won Cigar of the Year, and it was blended by my dad. Mm. So, like I said, I think he, he's got... One of those palettes that goes for everybody. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a, it's a, a very medium-bodied cigar, mm -hmm. but very full of flavor. So right. anybody that smokes mild to medium can mm -hmm. enjoy that cigar. But if you're also a fuller, fuller, fuller smoker, it allows you to enjoy that the richness of flavor. Definitely. And uh, and like I said, you know, we're I'm very lucky to have you know a mentor that I I need to follow that. And hopefully, you know, good thing is that that kind of my palate and his palate are pretty similar. You know, he runs away from the Reserva, <laughs> and, and now I'm getting to smoke the Reserva, and, have you know, at the beginning, I would get really buzzed. <laughs> now I still get buzzed, but not that much, and, mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I, I really get to enjoy it mm. because it's very stout, very bold. Yes, it is. Very flavorful. And, uh, uh, but, you know, everybody's got, you know, the perfect cigar or the best cigar is the one that the person likes. Right. So, and, and, and hopefully our cigars are going to be in that rotation. So... The Lanceros, the Santis, you know, the, the, the 38, 32 ring gauge cigars, what do they bring that, that the, your other larger ring gauge cigars don't? It gives you more intensity of flavor, I would say. I mean, you're actually savoring the wrapper. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at, at, at fillers and binders, uh, uh, you know, you're looking at between 8 to 12 bucks, and you know, per pound. Mm -hmm. But when you look at a wrapper, you know, you know, the wrapper will range from, you know, 30 bucks all the way up to $60, depending on the wrapper. Oh, so pound, yeah. when you're smoking a Lancero, you're really smoking, you know, the most, ex you know, the most expensive part of a leaf is mm. the, you know, it's the, it's the prettiest. It's the mm. one that gives you the most flavor. Mm. And, uh, and, and, and it, it, the smaller ring, the smaller that you go in the ring gauge, the more you enjoy the flavor and the characteristics of a wrapper. Mm. What's it like working with your dad? It's, I can, I, can, I can only imagine. It's you tough. know, you'd marry but, us hard enough, but, but you know what? <laughs> but if you're able, if, mm. but if you're really able to, you know, have the patience mm -hmm. and understand. I mean, he's like an energizer bunny. I always mm -hmm. say that. You know, mm -hmm. he's always thinking the next thing. Uh, you know, he was actually the largest grower of candela in the world at mm -hmm. one time. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, and one of the things that. He sees now he's got he's got a project of candela we already have, we already have candela mm -hmm. but i can't come out with the candela with you know this new line coming out right. uh and you know we'll slowly get into the candela and you know the candela back then was very popular back in the 80s and 90s because mm -hmm. of all machine made you know there were volume cigars right and uh you know I don't know if we'll catch on, but I, I you know, everybody's going green. So yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that, that's, that's a good selling point. Let's go green. That'd be a great slogan. Yeah. I hope, yeah. you know, I can't patent it, but I think we need to go green. Well, green with your packaging. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's green boxes. When, yeah. I've been really working on that you know maybe that's something that you know we look at as all manufacturers say you know what you know let's let's stop you know you know let's start giving the opportunity of, of you know you know selling in bundles mm. because it's, it's not only we waste less but you know a lot of people still want the box yeah 
So, you know, we can't go radical on one side, but, you know, we'll see how we can work something out. And hopefully the industry will understand that the biggest bottleneck that everybody has is other boxes. Yeah. And, especially, you know. Especially lately. Lately. Yeah, lately. And not, not only that, remember the countries that, you know, that are manufacturers of cigars don't have the resources, you know, to deal with the COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully, you know, in, in the near future, that once we get everybody vaccinated, you know, all those vaccines will be available so we can start helping, you know, all the, all, all, all the Central American, Latin Americans, and the rest of the world, right. you, you know. So, and I'm sure we will do, you know, the U.S. is the best country in the world. We're always, you know, helping everybody out mm. and, you know, and, and you know, the entrepreneurship mm. and, you know, uh, capitalism is what made this country the yep. best. Yep. So I think that's going to spill out and it's going to help out the world. Mm. Uh, are you enjoying traveling again? Actually, I am super happy of being. I'll guarantee you, my wife is more ecstatic than I am. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's so it's, so it's fun, yeah. and being able to you know and, and be among friends and and you know spending time together, it's just it's just fantastic. Mm. Yeah, how how do you? You were saying before before COVID, you know, you were gone. 250 yeah. nights out of the year yeah it's brutal you know? and you know how do you how do you obviously you know last year was an anomaly everybody got more family time than they ever thought they were going to have in their life well if you didn't get divorced <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that means marriage is strong right, right. marriage is strong uh, you know but be, being a president of a company in and of itself even if you weren't doing a whole lot of traveling you know, that's a, that's a lot of responsibility, a lot of time. How, how do you balance family and work? Well, one of the things is, uh, believe it or not, uh, uh, I don't know how many years, but, I'm, you know, I got married in 93. Mm-hmm. My wife and I always worked together. Mm. And uh, she is really, you know, really very important part of the team. She runs mm. the back office. She does a wonderful job. And... Uh, Tough. The, uh, it's tough. Tough. But but, uh, but she's tough, no, but no, very fair. Very, no, very no, fair. Very and fair I, tough. Uh, and, you know, she says I'm Santa Claus because <laughs> I'm always. You sound I, like you're talking from experience. No. But she is. But, you know, that's what makes. Well, she's you know, the glue. She's mm-hmm. the glue. And believe it or not, she she, she loves all our sales mm-hmm. guys. Uh, but for me, I got to tell you something. I'm a very family. I always believe God, family, and work. Mm-hmm. And you know you gotta have that priority. If you change them around, your your you you know your life is not gonna work well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amen you know, to that. and COVID, one of the things that happened, I was able, you know, I got three daughters. One was working up in New York, the other was in college. The little one, uh, you know, was also in college. But now the the two oldest ones graduated. And having that at home, I think everybody in 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 the country experienced that family time is more important than anything else. Mm-hmm. We need to uh, go back to basics. You know, uh, when you have a, a, a strong family, then you have a strong uh, neighborhood and then you have a strong community. Yep. And bringing values back is what's important. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I think, it, believe it or not, mm-hmm. it, COVID is a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at the COVID numbers, you know, we've got maybe 27, 20 million people that get infected. You know, the, you know unfortunately, nobody wants anybody to, to pass. Uh, but you know it's less than 10 percent of the population mm-hmm. uh you know we, i got vaccinated i believe in the vaccine you know a lot of people have you know are worried about the vaccine 
but I think the science is behind it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we do got to have a take that leap of faith and, yep. you know, take the vaccine and, and to be able to travel. Yep. Plus, I wouldn't be able to travel had not taken it. My wife would never let me out of the house. Oh, yeah. So, yep. uh, so I think it's, uh, you know, my dad took a second shot yesterday. He, my dad is a veteran. So he went to <laughs> Which the is VA. more healthy. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know what? You know, vaccines have been, you know, created for many, many years mm-hmm. for the same basic science of mm-hmm. injecting a dead virus. You could create uh, antibodies. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and I think uh, it's going to make, uh, you know, the country go back into uh, a productive mode. Yeah. We just need people to go back to work and, and, and you know, and, and not be in any state and, you know, let the creativity and, and, and the entrepreneurship that we made this country great thrive again. Yep. We can't yep. kill it. I agree. I agree. Um, how do you think these last five years as president of this incredible company well has... Help has helped you grow as a, a leader and as a family man, a father and a husband. Well, one of the things, uh, you know, even though I'm the president, I do shipping, I pack, and, and you know, we do everything. You mm-hmm. know, as a small company, the great thing here is everybody's got to do a little bit of everything. So I have no problem, you know, passing, the, you know, going through vacuum cleaner, helping mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the only thing that, that the work does to you is create character and I always mm. do that mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with working the title of president really doesn't mean much unless you, you uh, unless you lead by example right so I think that's something that everybody should know you know mm. titles just a title at the end of the day is how you behave like a human being or a person giving the example of what you need to do right yep amen now you know we've we've established that we've got the the whole God thing in common. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're both, we're both believers and we got something else in common. We both grew up, you know, in the estrogen palace. Oh, I have yeah. three daughters. You have three daughters. Yeah. Like I was That's telling you, I used to I look smoke. like you and I was way taller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually uh. first cast me for the Viking series. <laughs> but, you know, I was in that, now when they looked at me, no, you don't look like a Viking anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It just, you know, how, how, how have you, what was it, you know, what, what are, when you when you're growing up in a house full of of women you know my my girls are younger than yours we waited a while to have kids we were living in orlando at the time when just after we got married we got married in 1990 and you know we moved down there i was in graduate school actually at seminary at the time and my wife and i were like you know what we're in Orlando, we're in a sunny place, you know, let's, let's enjoy this now where we are young and look good and can move. Let's have kids later and let them just take care of us when we're old. Why should we wait till then before we have fun? So for the first 10 years, we kind of just, you know. Well, everything. you're very lucky to have girls. Trust me. They, they, they really look after you. I hope so, because up till now, it's been a trial and a half. Well, well how, girls, are they, how old are your girls right now? They are 15 a week away from 17 and my oldest will be 19 this summer well i'm a little bit i'm like three years ahead three 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 to three to five years ahead i think you know my wife is going to kill me because i'm going to forget all the ages but i think one is 20 the other one is 23 and the other one is 26 or something 25 or 26 or something like that something like that (laughs) 
And I always get the names mixed up. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, my youngest, my youngest daughter, she's Rachel, and and at like a month ago, she's she de- decreed that her name is now Ray. She okay. wants to be called Ray. All right, that's fine. Ray, you know what? So we'll call, call her Ray. Ray. You know, and it's but you know you've been calling her Rachel for you know the first thirteen and a half years of her life. Now, now you want to be Ray. changed, and so now and and so you say Rachel, and she's like, excuse me. That's not my name. Well, you gotta tell you know what? As of now, my name is Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But that's one of the reasons I've got into cigars. Was you know I needed some kind of manly thing to do. Well, you know, it, in the household, it, it's tough. Believe it or not, it's it's really tough. And 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 you know, when things happen, you know, you go to a restaurant. You want to order something at the end of the day they pick everything and you, you got to eat what they want to eat yeah so oh, it's it, boy, it, yeah. It, it's rough so sometimes you gotta you know get put out in the pants yeah it might work for a couple minutes but at the yeah. end of the day yeah. you know having four against you is really tough yeah my, <laughs> right. ray ray actually <laughs> called me here at work yesterday and said dad there's nothing to eat in the house and i you know i'm like what are you talking about the freezer is stuffed with four different kinds of meat there's this in the pantry this here but it wasn't what she wanted so there was nothing to eat in the house and it was just it was it was and as they get we caved we got her what she wanted and as they get older they have no clothes Uh, either even though their their clothes are are, cave you gotta you gotta give half of the closet away oh my god there's five of us living in the house and 20 loads of laundry waiting to get done i'm like my gosh what is going on yeah and i wear i wear the same pair of jeans and i'm good to go and you Mm -hmm. know and they got to buy all the ripped up jeans. And I said, shit, you get those in, you know, in, in, in Salvation <laughs> Army. Yeah. But they want to pay 50, yeah. 80 bucks for yeah. those Let's, things. I'll tell you what, you go to Walmart, get that 20 pair, and I'll take it out and rip it myself. I'll yeah, it but it doesn't pairs. work that way. It's got to be a designer <laughs> one. You just got to come at it at the right perspective. Let's do arts and crafts. This is how you rip <laughs> Let's your jeans. Let's do arts and yeah. crafts. <laughs> you know? Oh, I you see you very quiet. You got studs? kids? I have no kids. No, no kids? No, no kids. No. Man. So I can't, no. I can't. He, he he has no idea what we're talking about. I have no about. idea what you're talking about. No, you're, he's got dogs. You, you're kind well, of lucky, man. Cat. Same thing here. My my daughter and my son's like, uh, hey, Olivia, why taking so long? He's like, I don't know. I got nothing to wear. It's like, really? <laughs> Last time I looked at your closet, there's not, there's not even a room to put a T-shirt in. Never mind anything else. <laughs> you got nothing to wear. Mm. Now, here, here's another question. What's it like having a self-professed germaphobe in the middle of the <laughs> for a brother? Well, you know what? I think he's done a pretty good job. <laughs> he's done a pretty good job. He's adapted. I don't uh, know that he, he had to react. Yeah. I think he was glad that the world was adapting to him. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, I think I, I think he's really progressed. Uh, I think he really, he's really done a good job. Actually, he got he just recently got COVID, and my younger ne- one of my younger nephews, JJ, got also COVID. Really? And uh, you know they they didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he's the got, he, got COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's and actually, he's, he fared out pretty good. And yeah. now he's staying away from the vaccine. You know, and some people have those decisions, and mm-hmm. you know, and and, and you know, you got to respect them. Yeah, sure. So, uh, but you know, I think he's done a good job. I believe it or not, I'm pretty proud of him. <laughs> Wise words. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man, what what do you do for fun? 
do you, do you ever do anything for fun? I mean, when you're gone 250 days a year doing well, work, you know, I mean, what, do you, what do you do when you're not working? You know, one of the things, believe it or not, I was just talking to Dave. Yeah. You know, I, believe it or not, I'm, I'm a gamer. I like yeah. the game. Mm -hmm. But I only like, you know, those very passive games, Call of Duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it down on what's up, Steam, you know? Yeah. Shoot and, something, and, let it go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, You're aggression out. And, and I love guns. So yep. mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those things that, you know. They're I grew very up, realistic. I grew up with guns. You yeah. know, I, I used to have everything in Honduras from mm. AKs. And I even came across a Dragunov. Mm. And oh. I didn't know they were that expensive. Oh. But, but, you know, when I left Honduras, I sold everything. I sold over, you know, 20 plus uh, long guns and, uh, mm -hmm. and, 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 and guns. And you wish you kept them. Yeah, shit. I wish I would have brought, we'd be able to brought them here. I would, yeah. you know, have a ton. Uh, but you know, it's 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 one of those things that mm. that I really enjoy. Mm. But now ammo is, is really crazy. Oh man, yeah, it's crazy. And, and I don't know why. I mean, it shit. If I was the manufacturer of, a, of a, I would just pump more out. Well, but, the, well, they're pumping out as much as they can, but it's the the. the the demand on it is so... Well, you're hoarding them all out. I mean, you probably got, you know, tons of rounds that you don't need them. I don't want to tell you what I... <laughs> <laughs> Remember what you told me. Uh, Every time you pass away, you're gonna, I'm going to be in your will. If the zombie apocalypse happens, I'm coming to your house first. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think, you know, it's, it's part of what we need to do. You know, our second amendment is very important. Right. And you know what? Yeah. It's, you know, you feel safe. Yeah. And I think yeah. everybody has the opportunity to feel safe. And this is the way our country was founded. Mm -hmm. And we need to, you know, we need to respect those who don't want it. That's fine. You don't yeah. have it. Yeah. But those exactly. who want it, you know, that's, that's what it is. And I took, you know, for, I think it was my birthday last year, I took it. They, my girls took me to the range. Mm -hmm. And I just got my new guns and I went out there, you know, my AR and everything. It was, it was, it was beautiful. And <laughs> one of the things that I really enjoy they really got into it, you, yeah. know, you know. Yeah, shooting guns is is, is really, you know, is it, they they really enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's it, it's it's a fun sport. Mm. Unfortunately, yep. now it's getting pretty expensive. It's yeah. Very expensive to shoot these. Yeah. Things. It's good grief. It's like a dollar a round. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was telling. I bought my rounds of two two threes. I got fifty something cents. Mm. And they say, oh, yeah, I bought them a long time ago. But you know, you go there and you know everything is wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were just uh, actually before we came here. I just wanted to see what they have at the Shooters Outpost. Yeah, great place. And I walked in. And it's like okay, they they have the forty, the forty five, which it's a it's it's a new gun that I just bought, but I don't have enough ammo. But I can bring myself to spend a dollar twenty five per round. Mm. So I gotta wait. But he said yeah, anything, anything underneath eighty cents, he'll buy. <laughs> uh, that sounds like <laughs> under a dollar. I under a dollar, you'll buy it. Under a dollar, I'd buy. Mm. So they had the the five five six. They had it for eighty cents. So how many boxes I could get to this? Well, two. I said, well, one one for each. So I said, so I bought two. Mm -hmm. So in my travels, every time I pass by a gun, oh. <laughs> See what they have. Yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe they're running a buy one get one free. Oh, <laughs> then, then I'll back up my truck. <laughs> well, hopefully that's going to happen when, when you know when cars buy one get one free. I think that you know yeah. I was showing the special what's going on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
But I don't think the cars will be buy one, get one. Yeah, but hopefully they'll give you. Maybe buy one, get one at 50% off. That's that's what I'm waiting for. And then my <laughs> wife is on me because I don't. Right now, I, I let her go my lease in May. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not traveling. I'm doing anything. We're, not, we're barely putting, you know, maybe because my, my, my office from our house is about a mile away. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying, look. That's convenient. Yeah. So I said, look, you know. Why spend the insurance? Why spend a car? And it's going to be sitting there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, a couple of years back, she, you know, she, she you know, she, oh, I'm going to get you a Father's Day gift. So, and later, later on, you know, I turned in the car after a year, I put 1,700 miles on the car. I said, mm. why the hell do I need, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. you know, you save on insurance, you save on that. Oh, and, absolutely. And yeah. So, but it's not that I'm, that I'm a cheap ass, but I am, but. <laughs> <laughs> But it just you you oh, use the germaphobe, the other is a cheap ass. Yeah, you, you, you gotta you gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta use common sense. That's right, know? that's right. As long as you're not cheap with your cigars. No. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, the last question is is one that uh, Kurt you know wanted me to ask, and, and you know that was dum dum dum. The beard uh, has know, spoken. I know that you know the great bearded gnome of New Hampshire has talked to you about maybe doing a. Uh, some kind of collaboration with 724 or something. Well, you know, I would love to. I mean, uh, Kurt is is one of those guys that really has an awesome, an awesome palate. Mm, yes, but, he does. But but he's also a, a, a real cigar aficionado. Mm-hmm. And I already told him, you know, anytime you want to come down, we'll go down there, work what you want to work on, and it will be a true pleasure to do to do something with them. So oh, I'm very God. happy. Yeah. I would love it. You hear that, Kurt? Mm. Yes, Kurt. Yeah. Please open invitation. Open to invitation. Go down and blend do something for your 724 series. So if you don't do it, it's, <laughs> it's all on him. You. Yeah. It's all on you. The 724A. Yeah. <laughs> take me with you. Yes, please. <laughs> you have you have uh, the blessing on his side. <laughs> now, um, you know we're we're right about at the end of the the show here. And one of the one of the last segments we do in the show is would you rather question, and this this time the would you rather question is is germane to the show. Would you rather have the contradiction bourbon with the Toro or the Elegante? Elegante, my vote. Elegante, why? It's it, it really, the flavors are intense in both. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it it just pairs perfectly more than with the Toro. I think the Toro, because of the, the ratio, it's the flavor is more diluted, mm-hmm. but not with the Elegante, my opinion. Okay. Paul? I, I'm actually going to say the Toro. Okay. Um, only because I was getting a tremendous amount of cedar sweetness from mm-hmm. the Toro with the bourbon. Mm-hmm. And again, this this cigar is phenomenal. Just and, and again, in a different way, it's the earthy, spicy, pr- as the pr- uh, prominent notes I'm getting out of it with a slight cedar sweetness. With the Toro, it was less spice, less earth, more cedar sweetness, and I really love that. I would I would agree with that the the difference between those cigars. Yeah. What about you? You know I'm actually going to go with with Paul, but like a because uh, I'm a, I'm more of a milder smoker. Sure. And and I like the the, the cedar sweetness mm-hmm. a little bit more. But trust me, uh, you know this is also didn't pair bad at all. No, no, they're so, both so, so great because pairings. you know Ashley when you're 
tongue gets a little bit more numb because of the alcohol content. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you, you were able, you were able to feel it a little yeah. bit. You know, you, know, you were actually get to feel it. So, no, I could kind of, I would call it kind of like a draw. No, that was fine. <laughs> yeah. So that way, I mean, I'll be in the middle. You're safe. Now that I'm on my second drag, yeah, yeah. this is really better with this cigar. <laughs> Dave. Yes. Well, see, I, I actually, I actually agree with Husto because I feel like with this one, you get, you know, the the with the elegante, you get more of the more of the spice with the toro you get more of the sweetness and i respect them both so <laughs> so so what's your answer what's i like them answer? both the same okay. i like them both they both give you a different i would rather do both yeah it worked out perfect we did both so it worked out um i think i'll go with edgar on this i i, I this is like neck and neck yeah, as far well, as as far as you know, the pairing goes, and both of them were fantastic. Um, because, it, it, it's because like of, two of your kids. Who you like better? Yeah. Come on, really? <laughs> I tell right. each of my girls, you know, I yeah. love one of you just a little bit more than the other, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. <laughs> I bet you the little one says, "I'm the one." I'm they the all one. say, "I'm the yeah. one." Yeah, great. That's how I keep peace in my house. Doesn't really work. There you go. But uh, uh, the the wrapper flavor intensity on this, I think, really pairs with the bourbon. And I'm enjoying those stronger flavors together. But again, you know, you're talking so close. And you get two different, uh, you know, perspectives, perspectives and, and, and different palettes. Ta- palettes. Yeah. So, you know, and like I said, the best cigar is the one that you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very true. Um, well, it's a, it's it's one of those things too. Is just like, uh, for, you know, stronger, I mean, full-bodied smoker, mm-hmm. he would like the elegante mm-hmm. as the fullness of it. Yep. Okay, and a milder smoker, they would like the Toro because is yeah. a little bit less intense, less, less yeah. intense, and a little more polished around. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. as intense. Yeah, I but agree. for somebody a seasoned smoker that he wants really truly defined smoke, this is it over the Toro, my opinion. Huso, thank you so much for being with us. Tonight. No, you yes. have no it's idea really, how much we appreciate. Well, it. for me, it's the same thing. I mean, and and you guys are wonderful. I mean, it's, it's been a great evening, and I okay. want to thank Paul, Dave, Dan. Thank you for having me. I mean, oh, it's a true you. honor. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for these guys. These yeah, are, these absolutely. Have been and thank you, Talia. Cannot, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, Talia. 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 For, for, a great, for a great bourbon. <laughs> for a great bourbon. Salute. Mm. Truly great bourbon. Dave. Now, yeah, Dave, yeah, pick up your glass. <laughs> yes, close with you. Salute. All right, well, there you well, go. How do you call it in Greek? How do it go in Greek? Uh, Opa. Opa. Oh, yeah. Opa. All right, well, there you go. Um, next Friday on the show, we're going to be joined by Heather Steck-Eaton, who is the new Northeast sales manager for Christoph Cigars. Yay! And we'll be smoking the Christoph TAA uh, that's just coming out. And for the pipe tobacco, we're going back to having a pipe tobacco on the second half of the show next week. We're going to be smoking the newest release from Savinelli, their 145th anniversary blend. And it is really... 
um, that mm. hits that hits the shelves um, May fourth, and uh, but so we're excited to have that already. So thank you very much. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't ever miss a thing. Thanks for being with us tonight, and that really is not just blowing smoke. And in the words of Nick, smoke it if you got it. <laughs> thank you very much, guys. Thank, thank you, you, guys. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is not just blowing smoke. Rolling with the top down smoke.